Another week, another time for Trans Tasman Gibberish. Joining me, as always, my loyal co-host and good mate, Adam. How are you today? I'm very well, Whitey. How are you? Are you well? Pretty good, mate. So we've, uh, as we just talked before, coming off a, a, a pretty rough week of weather. Very hot and humid here. Um, you know, Tony Gregg would say that the uh, you know the jockstrap would be very, very uh, moist. Oh. Yeah, nothing like them. We got to jockstrap very quick in this uh, podcast, so we t- I've yeah. been sweating like a a thing uh, <laughs> over like here too, like a thing, <laughs> like a thing. You know, you're like, censoring yourself now. It might start with R and end Napist. I don't know, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, but you say it with the cunt word. You call it. You say um, what do you say again? See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I always say cunt with a K, so it's not as biting excellent yeah mm. but um yeah look i had a good i, I went away on the weekend to uh the coromandel to firatoa for you kiwi listeners out there i uh, took my son my wife uh, my son and and his three of his mates down and and we had a good time we did a bit, bit of walking jumping into water holes i actually even the surf there's pretty fucking i mean big <laughs> like it's big surf i tried to go out one day and I got out. I'm, a, I'm on a lid, not a surfboard either. I'm on a lid. <laughs> you, and you know how buoyant they are. Yeah. So, I, so I, I got out there and I'm like, oh, fucking brilliant. I, I didn't think I'd make it because I'm out. Fucking surging. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I was between the medium sets and the large sets. And I look up and I go, oh, I'm fucked here. I'm fucked. This, I reckon it was at least a, a seven foot face. So the pretty big and, and powerful waves and I'm on a lid so I look even bigger and I'm like oh, I'm fucked here and it just it came on me and I got rolled the next one came I got fucking hammered I, I just threw my lid and went I'm fucked here tried to get back out and I was just too I was too tired <laughs> so that was my that was my surfing I thought I'm getting too old for this shit there is there is nothing worse than when a wave comes on you though Fucking hardcore! It's hard to get it out of your eyes. Mm. I found. Try to get up for air and you just can't. You just, you just keep can't getting belted. Uh, what's the shark situation like in New Zealand? Yeah, so last time I actually went surfing was at Furutoa probably a year and a half ago, and there was a shark alarm. So yeah, there are sharks. There are shark uh, bites. There's not. You get great whites over there, don't you? I, th- I, th- I don't know. I think, I think they so. go on holidays. Go for a little. Yeah. Get I, over yeah. there to. Oh, I was going to say something that I stopped myself. Oh, God, come on. We're self-censoring no. here. We've got to be careful here. No. Right. We've got to be careful we don't self-censor too much. Well, that needed it... to be that needed to be censored. Oh, did it? Was yeah. that going to be edited if you actually That would have been edited, it? I think, yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't That's like good. editing. I do like white pointers, though. I do like seeing white pointers on the 100%. Page. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm a boob man. I'm more of an ass man. Are I'm you? From, from women. Yeah, from women. Not... Oh, well, you prefer the boobs on the men? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like some floppy men. You want your men, you want your, you know, your men have got to have boobs. But for yeah. your women, it's just all about the ass. Yeah, yeah. I like men, I like moobs like, um, what's the, uh, meatloafs in, um, in Ooh, Fight, Fight Club. Club. Yeah. Yeah, he's Bob. got lovely moobs. Yeah, Bob. I'm going to watch that again. It's a good movie, but I yeah, love his moobs. We're going to do uh, Fight Club shortly on uh, Born to Watch. Uh, okay. I see you're doing Two Towers. I fucking don't have time to watch five hours of a fucking movie, right? Well, now. you won't need to watch it. You've seen it oh, enough. Yeah, I've seen it heaps. Mate, I, the reason we were thinking about should we get you back on after you did uh, Fellowship of the Ring? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. But I took a look at your social calendar, mate, and I just didn't think there'd be time for you to, to fit any sort of research or anything in. Mate, I've, I've got a very busy calendar. I'm actually in Sydney on Friday. Are you? Yeah, I'm in Sydney Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm over there for work. Really? Um, but I'm going early to hang out with some boys. And I'm hanging out on the northern beaches because that's where all my friends live now. So I'm hanging really? out my mate who's a PWC partner. No, sorry. That's fucking all. K- KPMG partner over there. He's got a holiday house in Whaley. So I'm going to go to Whaley for Beautiful. a night. Yep. Then I'm going to be in Newport for a night. Nice. Then back to my mate's house in Linfield, and then I'm in in a hotel in the city. So um, yeah, I'll be on the northern beaches, just um, you know, around your hood, mate. Yeah, not far, not far. Yeah, absolutely. For Australia Day. Australia Day, mate. Australia Day. Oh, I bought. Oh, so so one of um, Maxie's. So I don't know if you know, but the Terry Towling hats. 
if it ever went away, it's come back, right? A Terry Telling bucket hat. Love right. it. Yep. Love a Terry Telling bucket hat. So um, one of Maxie's mates who came to Furutoa, he had one that said hot as fuck on it, a purple one that says hot as fuck. I loved it. I loved it. So I went online to where he bought it. It's an Australian company called Uncle Rico or something. Yeah. I bought two. I bought a Pashido one, a purple one with a Pashido logo because I love Pashido and Pashiona. The other one, I was going to buy an, uh, an Australian Aussie one, like a yellow one, but I, I found one which is white that says, not here to fuck spiders. So I'm going to wear that to all the festivals. <laughs> February. Wow. Not here to fuck spiders. I love that saying. It's one of my favorite sayings. So. Yeah, to Terry Telling Hat's back, baby. It's back. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, well, so Australia Day is an interesting premise here. Oh, and. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to start off because I, okay. I mean, now we've got a bit of a different episode this week because we're just going to do a couple up the front here, and then Adam's going to take charge, and who knows what's we're in for then. <laughs> but listen to this one, and this is actually interesting. After last week's podcast, mm-hmm. Test Captain Pat Cummins believes January 26 is wrong date for Australia Day. I don't give a fuck what you think, Pat. <laughs> Stick. To bowling the ball and placing fieldsmen. I don't give a fuck about your political views. I don't give a shit about that. Shut up and play cricket. You get paid to play cricket. People that are no doubt less smarter than you get paid to run the country. Right? But <laughs> you get paid to play cricket. Could not give a fuck about your views. Stop it. Yeah, like, agree. I'm I don't do- care what. I don't care what Pat Cummins thinks about Australia Day. Um, I care about what you think about Australia Day, though, mate. What do you think? Uh, and I think the listeners will care. Pat yeah. Cummins can go get fucked. Look, um, uh, I'm all for Australia Day. I'm Australian. I'm all for Australia Day. But do you care? Do you actually care what day it's on? I mean, I, I personally, I don't give a shit what day it's on. If, if it's I, the thing is, you're going to offend someone if you change it to another. Doesn't day. Doesn't matter, mate. It, it doesn't I matter. You, you, it, it, I think that. You're gonna let's say you changed it to the sixth of May. Yep. And someone will have a problem with that. Someone killed yep. a turtle, and or you know someone's <laughs> club the uh, baby seal. Yeah, so, something happened on that day. <coughs> <coughs> Hang on. Oh, hello. Hang on. Oh, God. Is that some of that that wave come that you were talking about earlier? <laughs> Yeah, I was a bit late on the uh, del- uh, the uh, the mute button there. Sorry, people. Uh, the it, it doesn't matter what date you move it to. Someone's going to have a problem, and I don't think I don't think the issue is the issue the date. Well, the issue the issue people have, and 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 I'm, I'm not just talking about the Aboriginals because I think people are um, empathetic to their views as well, which is fine, and and you know it's nice to take them in. It, it, they're saying that is the day that Captain Arthur Phillip basically founded Australia, right, on the 26th of January, right? And they're yep. saying, they call it they call it Invasion Day. You know that. Yep, yep. They call it Invasion Day. Now, yeah, maybe, but, but where would we be without – so how do, I, how do I say this without being a dick? So what about so, – no, 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 I, no. So without <clears> – <throat> Without without explorers finding lands and doing what they've done, the 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 world as we know it doesn't exist, right? Yeah, ex- absolutely. And the colonization has affected every continent and every country on the planet, right? There's there's really no unless you live in well, no. Is is there anywhere that hasn't been colonized by uh, colonized by some? Party at some stage yeah. in the world, there can't, um, there, there couldn't possibly be. Yeah, I mean, right? there's a few parts of the Brazilian rainforest, I suppose, and some parts of Indo, I think, which just are still got cannibals and yeah, but there's still parts, right? So there's yeah, they're, they're yeah. only parts, but the yeah. the general the general population or the general percentage is it's it's been colonized colonized by someone, right? Yeah. So look, I, I get it. I get it's invasion day. Right, I get that. When are we supposed to celebrate Australia Day? We just don't celebrate Australia Day now. What's the date? 
Yeah. What did, what did Triple J do with the Hottest 100? Because they used to have that on Australia Day. Did, and they moved it to when? The next day or something, didn't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. So but that's the just... next fucking day? Who cares? I don't give a fuck. But care. is it, but this is the thing. So but it, are you... So if the issue is with the date, I would have thought the issue would be with the fact that the country was invaded. So regardless of what date it is, we're still celebrating that that's what it's about. But isn't Australia Day also, wasn't it when we became like, I thought it was for another reason. Well, I thought, I thought, well, my view of Australia Day is we celebrate, you know, the beautiful country we live in, the beautiful people, whether they're Aboriginal or Italian or Swedish or English, like it's a, yes, in the past and and probably still the Aboriginals probably haven't and are not being treated as they expect they should be treated. Okay, I, I respect that. But at the same token, we've got to celebrate a day for all of Australians, including Aboriginals. It's just, we'd be the only country in the world that didn't do that. You know what I mean? So I'm just, it, you know, if the issue is the date, then cha- I don't give a fuck. Just change the fucking date. Then it just takes this whole shit away, right? If the, if like you said, the point is invasion. Well, sorry, that's that's not not in, in the conversation for me. Can, can we not celebrate the culture and the country that we are now, and the lifestyle so. that we have now? Does it have to? Um, be in uh, connection to the birth of the nation? Does it have to be? No, Can it not be that so. we, we are celebrating the country or the nation because we are proud to live here and we are yeah. we are thankful that we live here, that we don't live in a third world country, that we have these freedoms, that we have a block of dirt, that we have all these things that we're afforded by just living in Australia. Absolutely. Isn't that what Australia Day should be about? Yep. No, I agree. I agree. And look, look, if it is about the date, well, can the Aboriginal people come together and tell us 40,000 years ago when they came here what date they came in, And then we'll celebrate it on that date. Yeah, but then won't be called Australia Day. What will it be called? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it, Look, yeah, I mean, the, the Indigenous issue we've got in Australia is no different it's it's really it's still no different to what they're doing here. They just had a massive hungy up at up um, north somewhere. I'd, look, I don't know too much about it, but they had ten thousand Maoris there. Um, they got up the new prime minister because he didn't rock up, but he said, "Well, this is a Maori thing, and there's going to be a, something that comes out of it, and he'll have a look at what that is afterwards." But um, anyway, so it's it's a big issue over here at the moment with the indigenous population. Um, thinking that they're being dissed, uh, but just like in Australia, and it's the same with the American Indians in America, it's the same with the Inuits, I, I think, in Canada. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sure there's gypsies around Europe that feel the same way. I'm sure there's Kurds who feel the same way. I lost I'm sure my there's... heart to a lady gypsy. <laughs> it's David Brent's best. Oh, that's right. Fucking hell. Anyway, I think it's 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 this isn't a. I don't think it's an issue you can solve. If it's the date, change the date. If it's anything else, well, bad luck from in my mind. Yep, I think I I think Australia's taking a lot of steps to try and integrate Aboriginal into the mainstream culture. By you know, pre meetings they do a thank you to the land people of the land, and I think that's important. That it's getting tired. It, well, it is getting tired. Um, over here, they were going to change all the signs to Aboriginal signs. That would have been hilarious. Uh, to have the English and the Maori together, but then there was a cost to that. <laughs> well, you, you double the cost, right? <laughs> yeah, we love, we love, uh, we love all the culture, and we love doing this and this. It's going to cost you seven dollars. Fuck that. We're out. <laughs> Well, it's more the councils. Um, well, our rates would have gone up a fucking million bucks, right? So anyway, anyway, it's it's a it's a complicated issue, I think, in terms of the indigenous thing. But I think the Australia Day one's easy. Just find out what the reason is. If it is the date, change it. And who cares what date it is? Like they yeah. can make it on when the Easter Bunny first came. I don't Australia, give a fuck, care. mate. As long as I get a public holiday, I don't give a fuck what day it is. Yeah, same, same. As long yep. as I get a day off. Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right, All right what do you got? 
Right, we were talking about baby names last week. I'm going to now go to another stuff uh, article, and it says New Zealand's most declined baby names in 2023. Now, what I thought I would do, I would just, I'm just going to run down the declined. names and the instant. Yeah, it was declined by the Registrar General. In right. Okay. All right. So five of these were declined. Prince. We're going to call this son Prince. That got declined five times. Okay. Bishop got declined three times. Well, they're titles, right? Exactly. So, look, let me just run through them quickly. Yep. There was, the third one was three in Roman numerals. Three, one, 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 which I assume, assume is King Charles III. Anyway, let me run. King, Major, Royal, <laughs> Messiah. <laughs> got declined. Princess, Prince with a Y. Oh, fuck. Fuck a duck. Rogue. Rogue? It's not a nice name. Royale. Royale with cheese. Um, sovereign. Oh, what the fuck's this one? This looks like a, a Middle Eastern one. Azia Royal. With two... Ah, oh, fuck. Captain. Chief. Empress. Now, these two would be interesting. Fanny. Fanny got declined once, and that's a French name. Fanny. There used to be there used to be people called Fanny. Nick it, Faldo's caddy was Fanny Soonerson. Well, there's heaps. There's heaps of yeah. Fanny de Villiers. Yeah, the cricketer. Anyway, that got knocked back. Uh, Isis, <laughs> which is an Egyptian name, but oh, obviously God. taken over no, by. Sorry, you can't have Isis. Um, Just Gerard change an S to an R and call her Iris. Get out. Be done with it. Yeah, Iris, yeah. And then the last one was JP. Just of the peace. But JP, that's just a, it's kind of like a nickname for James Peterson, isn't it? JP. Oh, or, anyway. or John Paul. Or John Paul, yeah. Jerry anyway. Proctor or, you know, anyone with J and P in their fucking name, mate. <laughs> anyway, there you go. I thought that was quite a good follow-on from last week. Is there any there that you think are just ridiculous? I've got... I've got I've got massive concerns with Prince with a Y. P-R-Y-N-C-E. If, uh, if, if I was called Prince with a Y, I don't think, I don't think my parents would make it past the age of when I could realise how fucked my name was. <laughs> and seriously. What fuckwit is calling their kid Messiah? <laughs> That's the one I wanted to bring up again because I'd be able to say, he's not the Messiah, <laughs> he's a very naughty boy. That yeah, so that would awesome. be good. But yeah. yeah, far out. What a world. Oh, mate. Chief. chief. Hey, Chief. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, Chief. chief it's <laughs> Chief. Like, there's a couple that you call... People certain things, which yeah. really means you think they're a dickhead. Chief's one of them. Like chief, if someone yeah. would call you're me good on chief, your chief. Good on your chief, I'd be like, "Fuck off, mate." Yeah, you're a wanker. Yeah. How about if if the person who called them Royale's middle name was with cheese? Strength. No, his Royale surname with cheese. Strength. He's no, no, no. The, the surname has to be like cheese <laughs> or fromage. The, if his surname cheese. was fromage, the middle name could be with. Oh, and it's brilliant. just Royal with cheese. Brilliant. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Right. There you go. That's my uh, first one down, done, and dusted. Did you want to go to the nine tips? Or yeah, let's. No, nah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's rip in. I'm excited. All right. Now, I can't remember where I found this. Here, do you want let's... me to send it to you? No, no, I've got it. I've got, got it, it here. Yeah. yeah, you've got it here, but I can't remember where I've actually found it, how I came across it. I don't know. But anyway, it's under babyology. I don't know what the fuck that is. Here we go. I'm going to read it out to you. Okay, so I to be a husband and dad in the 1950s. This extract from a vintage home economics book for girls on how to become good housewives. So let's let's stop there. <laughs> let's stop there first. <laughs> All right. Home economics. Now, when I was at school, they still mm. taught home economics. Yep. It was do. just cooking. Yep, they still do. That's all it was. Home ec. Oh. No, home ec was also sewing. I did sewing. Yeah, okay, but it was it was the shit that you had to do at home. There was zero economics involved. The only thing you need to know is what it costs for a fucking pound of yep. fucking steak for dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How good. Yeah. How anyway, good. continue. Max is doing hospitality, and he said that's just cooking. Fuck's <laughs> sake. 
He's doing PE so he can run it off and then he's going to cook as part of it. Anyway, wow. so there we go, home economics. Um, if you feel your husband can do a little more TLC from you, though, then you might want to take some notes because husbands in the 50s were treated like gods. Right, so what I want to tell everyone there, because I assume most people who listen to this are all people of blokes, the actual um, article is called Nine Tips for Taking Care of Your Husband from a 1950s Home Economics Book. There you go. Right, number one, have dinner ready. Fucking oath, women. Have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you have been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they come home, and the prospect of a good meal are part of the warm welcome needed. There you go. That's number one. I, I, I couldn't agree more. What about you, mate? Yeah, look, the, in a perfect world, that'd be lovely, but I do a lot of the cooking here, so... Um... You need to show this to Megan straight away then. I hope you have. I think I may have already talked about some some of these things with oh, Megan. Yeah, cool. All right, but well. uh, I'm surprised I'm still married. Maybe you should take these to her and then come back next week and tell us how you went with them. Um, number two, maybe not. Prepare yourself. This is you, housewives, listening. Take 15 minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. <laughs> Keep, keep listening. Touch up your makeup. Put a ribbon in your hair and be fresh looking. He has just been with a lot of work weary <laughs> people. Be a little gay and a little more interesting. His boring day may need a lift. I like the be a little gay. Does that mean an, another woman uh, waiting as well? Possibly. Like a, it's a threesome. Happy threesome. But um, I do understand his boring day may need a lift. I don't know about you when you work. I know you work for yourself, but when I work for people, should I say this? No, I, I get bored quite easily, right? So you know. No, I, get I think that I bit. think everyone gets the the, the, the mundanity of of day to day work. I think gets everyone down. Anyone that says that they don't get bored is fucking lying or yeah. trying to get a promotion. Yeah. Uh, so I think that, but mate, prepare yourself. You know, have a rest. Yep. And let's be honest, just if you wore a French maid outfit with no underwear, that would be enough. That's definitely um, going to prepare yourself. Um, number three, clear away the clutter. Yep. Make one last trip through the main part of the house <laughs> just before your husband arrives, <laughs> gathering up school books, toys, oh, paper, etc. Then run a dust cloth over the tables every fucking day. Your husband will feel he has reached a haven of rest and order and it will give you a lift too. Not only is it good for your husband, but you will feel great inside. Well done. Clear away the clutter. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, Number look, four. just tidy yeah. up. Just tidy up after yourself. Oh, and everyone else, by the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> My pipe better be away, is what I'm saying. Number four, prepare the children. <laughs> wow. Take a few minutes to wash the children's hands and faces, in brackets if they are small. Comb their hair and, if necessary, change their clothes. They are little treasures and he would like to see them playing the part. <laughs> I've got to say, it makes a, a very good argument for a woman's work is never done. And this feels like a job. Do you know what I mean? Like, this, like, the man, like in the 50s, women, not many women worked. All right. Well, they're all on Prozac, though. No wonder. <laughs> and wine. <laughs> and wine. Uh, but, yeah, God, it's a lot of work. I'd want to get a job. <laughs> well, your man's weary. He's, he's with work-weary people, working his ass off and bored. You've got to do a job too, woman. I love the next one, though. Okay. Minimise all noise, number five. At the time of his arrival, eliminate all noise of washer, dryer, dishwasher, or vacuum. Try to encourage the children to be quiet. Be happy to see him. Greet him with a warm smile and be glad to see him. Mate, there is no fucking way this woman's happy to see her husband. I like the be quiet <sighs> bit, though. Do you ever get home and it's just like, just shut the fuck up. I need 10 minutes. Of not listening to anyone. I normally just come home and take a shit. Do you? Yeah. Straight in the toilet. I might not even take the shit. I just might sit there. 
Well, I'm lucky now. My not that I, I go to work two or three times a week, and it's a ten minute walk, twelve minute, ten twelve minute walk away. So I just put the earpods on. That's kind of my downtime when I get home. So it's it's quite, even though that's someone talking in my ears. But um, yeah, look, um, I tell you now, Tash, she used to be in um commercial claims and insurance, right? And she used to be on the phone constantly all day. Yeah. She would refuse to pick up the phone. This is the days, uh, young people, when we had landlines and not mobiles. And she would refuse to pick up the phone <laughs> anytime. <laughs> so I was the phone picker-upper at home. So um, there you go. I don't know what that's got to do with shit, but anyway. Number six, some don'ts. Don't greet him. Oh, hang on. That's a big car going past. Maybe the truck. Jesus. Um, number six, some don'ts. Don't greet him with problems or complaints. Oh, I love this one. This is the best. Don't complain if he's late for dinner. <laughs> Count this as minor compared with what he might have gone through that day. Now, Whitey, with that one, don't complain if he's late for dinner. Is this when you go and bang the secretary and then don't complain about it when he's late for dinner? Is this why there was a lot of that going on back in the 50s? I don't know. That's what I took out of that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the year from you. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon there was a lot of extramarital affairs going on in the 50s. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it doesn't look like the housewife had time, really. Well, she's just too tired by the time he got home. She's yeah. doing four jobs. But he was work-weary, but not... <laughs> Root weary, mate. I've seen <laughs> mad. I've seen Mad Men. I've ne- I've only seen like the first episode. And I was kind of like, oh, I can't be bothered investing in it. Was it? Is it worth it? It's good. Like it's like I've I haven't watched all of it. I've watched like the first two seasons. Yeah. Morgs thinks it's the fucking greatest thing since sliced bread, but yeah, it's just a guy drinking scotch and smoking, and that's essentially it. And rooting. Yeah, it's not cigarettes, nice. scotch, rooting. That's that's mm. Mad Men. Maybe I will like it. Uh, number seven, make him comfortable. Yeah. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair or suggest he lie down in the bedroom. I like the sounds of this one. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him. Must be depend on the season. Arrange his pillow and offer to take off his shoes. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> offer to take off his shoes. I can't wait to do this with Tash. Tash, you might take off my shoes. The next sentence is good, though. Oh, this is good. This is good. Speak in a low, soft, soothing, and pleasant voice. Allow him to relax and unwind. So, yeah, look, this, this, maybe that's why they had lots of kids back then. I mean, this sounds like it's leading to something. <laughs> See what it says here? What uh, it below it. Oh, allow, allow, allow him to relax. You don't need a drink. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so listeners, un- you'll go what read the article because underneath it, they, the, the the writer of this article made some comments about it. Yeah, yeah, um, it's very fucking funny. Uh, number eight, listen to him. You may have a lot of things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. So it's basically <laughs> shut the fuck up. He doesn't give a shit about you. Number nine, make the evening his. Yes, just the evening. Never complain if he does not take you out to dinner or to other places of entertainment. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure, his need to come home and relax. We we have not, yeah. we have come so far in a short space of time, mate. Yeah. In yeah. a short space of time. So I actually think the women of the world should be fucking thankful because that's what they were doing 70 years ago, basically. Well, that's why we've got... That's why they are the way they are now, some of them. They've well, gone the what, extreme, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Gone to the extreme. And look, look, I'm look, I'm all for... I'm all for equal rights. I'm all for... Like, I yeah. I clean and cook and do all the shit just as much as Megan does uh, in yeah. some instances more in some in some areas. But yeah. I, I couldn't honestly, like... Do you want to be married to a robot? Do you want to be married to like a like yes. a crash test dummy? Like, yeah, that's all this is. Yeah, sounds pretty good. 
<laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like we've come like in in seventy years, we are so far away from those nine things. Oh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. And the goal, and the, the final part of it, the goal, try to make your home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself in body and spirit. Now, did some and the and the and the, what it says us? Did someone say spirits? <laughs> that, <laughs> this, I think it's funny. But do you know what? If my wife was the breadwinner, and she came home. And she expected me to make her comfortable. I would be more than happy, but it would have to lead to sex. I would say every time. Yeah, well, men and women are different. Mm, mm. But um, yeah, look, there you go. So, women out there who listen to this podcast, and there's thousands of you, I know, just be thankful. The, the men of today love you. They love you for who you are, and they don't expect you to be sex robots from Japan. Yeah, but. Those robot brothels, they're coming. Literally. With a U. <laughs> so there you go. What do you think? You know what? This is the time we need to put up our um, our socials and get some feedback on this article, I think. What do you think, mate? Am I putting some pressure on you now? You all right oh, there, mate? You're a bit tired. I love, well, I need. <laughs> I, I didn't get my feet weren't put up and my shoes weren't taken off. Really? Yeah. You got to you got to have a good chat to Megan seriously. Mm. Seriously. Uh, look, yeah, yeah, we should definitely we'll get some social media set up. We can put shit like this up and people can bag yep. us for it. Yeah. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what people think of us? Really? Not us. The articles we put up. I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks of me. Oh, really? Do, do you know that? No. Do you know my new saying? This is my new mantra from from last week. Is that what other people think of you is none of your business. So I don't care. Oh, look at you go! I know, and you can take you can take that, listeners. Prophet, prophet Adam, yeah, you know, the prophecy of Adam Strang. Yeah, yeah. What a guy! There you go. There you go. Now, do you have other articles, or do you do you want me to? No, I got I got one. I just want to talk about um the big show, Glenn Maxwell. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. This is the problem with this dude. Is <laughs> that's just that's just again Whitey getting in the video automatically playing, Fuck which we sake. do every every podcast. fucking week, <laughs> every fucking week. Um, uh, it's taken over from my phone ringing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, former Aussie Test captain. Oh, we don't talk about that. Uh, so apparently he was sent to hospital after a night out in Adelaide last Friday. Glenn Maxwell. Glenn Maxwell. Big show, okay. Maxwell made an appearance at a popular golf event in Adelaide CBD before heading to a pub where former Aussie bowler Brett Lee and his band Six and Out were performing. God, he was desperate for a fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 35-year-old was taken to Royal Adelaide Hospital from the venue in an ambulance. Mm. Didn't spend the night. Those close to Maxwell said the cricketer had a few beers in the sun and that, along with the effects of dehydration, caught up with him. Oh, so he's fucking pissed. Okay. Yeah, great. He was fucking hammered. The Australian cricketer is believed to have passed out as a result with an ambulance then called. Okay. So I've got a couple of things here. Yeah. One, who gives a fuck? Yeah, he's who one, cares? Right? Don't care. Two, if you're 35, and how many beers are you having to pass out at a pub and have to get an ambulance? It's that's a it's a lot of beers. It's that's that's not beer either. That's fucking shots. That's probably on the Burbiones or the the Bundy, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, you know what. Alcohol does affect you differently in when you, depending if you're tired or you're in the sun, I suppose, or just in a different environment or internally in a different environment. So I, I get that, but to pass out, you've got to have a. If he's drinking in the afternoon, then seeing a gig, I'm assuming the gig's at like nine o'clock. Well, so he's so been I, drinking for eight hours. Six and out can't play much past nine o'clock. You know, they're all fucker dark. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, 
And then it but goes who cares? on. And then who it cares? goes on. To, then it goes on to say that it's not related to. Um, it's not related to him being left out of the Australian cricket team for the one days, which I don't think he'd give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. He's on his. It's on a management plan that because oh, cricketers can't play cricket often anymore. Oh, these management plans, mate. They, uh, they is bullshit. Okay, bullshit. And just on from that. Did you hear about uh, Will Pukowski? No. No, we were talking about him last week. He got hit in the head again. What? Got hit in the head. One time test opener, Will Pukowski nearly made a century after being cleared of concussion and allowed to resume playing. He was hit in the head during a second 11 game on Monday. What the fuck's wrong with him? Use your fucking bat, you dickhead. Mate, no one in world cricket has been hit in the head more than Will Pukowski. Do you know who's like, Phil Hughes gets hit in the head once and dies. This guy's been hit in the head 28 times in the last three oh, years. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Yeah. Seriously, find another vocation, mate. Yeah. You obviously can't do it. Well, you think that you think the ACB would have to look at being medically retiring now. But he came back. He, they, he was given the all clear. He came back yeah. and nearly scored a ton. But which oh, is... He's a fucking good player. Mate, he's a great batter. He, great if player. we could slot him in now, we, we would have no worries with yeah. David Warner leaving. Yeah. But stop trying to use your head to stop the ball. You've got to use your bat to score runs, mate. You can't yeah. get leg bias the whole time. Idiot. Agreed. Oh, fuck. And do you know what? With the Glenn Maxwell thing, I don't care if he now gets caught with cocaine and then says he's now got a mental health issue, right? But who cares? I'm over it, mate. I'm over all this shit. With, with sports people doing shit. This is just journalists trying to find stories as well. It just does my head in. Anyway. Yep. Sticking on sport, if we can move on. Sure. Um, NRL clubs express... No, it doesn't. NRL clubs call out Las Vegas doubleheader concerns. Now, the four clubs that are going to Las Vegas for the March 2nd First round games. Actually, Manly, one of your team, Manly, Brisbane, South Sydney, the Roosters. Firstly, I want to ask you, why the fuck are they going to Las Vegas? We've got to grow the brand, mate. People will be watching this in the hinterland of Shanghai, said a great man for the Super League War. So we've got to go to Vegas and grow the brand. The Americans aren't going to give a fuck about this, just quietly. It's going to be a bunch of... Uh, the people who are going to win out of this are going to be the tour, the Australian tourist group operators. Oh, they're going to that's, win. That's who's going to win out of this. Yeah, they're um, going to win. So, oh. the oh, yeah, sorry, go. No, no, no. So, the I four just... clubs have said they're frustrated with head office about the lack of information concerning visas, medical insurance, training venues in Las Vegas and rising costs about everything else. Now don't you think if the NRL have chosen the four because they've been chosen, right? They've been chosen to go by the NRL for 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 because they're good brands here, right? Yep. That the NRL will do everything in their power to help them with all the shit that needs to go down. Because they're going to give the same information to all four clubs. Well, surely it's not costing the actual clubs anything. Shouldn't be costing the, the clubs themselves a cent. Well, apparently it is. Well, it shouldn't be. Well, it says the lack of information regarding medic. Well, that's info. And, and they say rising costs. I mean, do they have to pay for the visas on behalf of the players? Um, okay, so let's, let's go... Um, and there's two trains of thinking here. One train is this should be all this should be all funded by the NRL. Absolutely. This is an NRL exercise, uh, and you know uh, th- this should all be funded for the NRL. So this, the, the rising costs should have no problem with the clubs. The, cl- the only cost the clubs should have would be the normal round costs, I reckon, and then the rest should be chipped in by the NRL. Well, it also depends on whether they've said you're only allowed to take X amount of fucking people, and you know some like someone like Manly might have fucking thirty five support people, <laughs> you know, and they might say you can only take twenty six. Yeah, but, but you have to have your 
But but then on the on the flip side, there could be well, you know, uh, we've chosen you guys to go, so you get this opportunity. Yeah. So you've got to pay for it. Yeah. Yep. This yeah, who knows? Whole- this might have been floated to eight teams, and four other teams went fuck that. We don't yeah. want to. This is going to cost three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and we don't want to do it. Well, not to mention jet lag, travel. Um- you know, all that sort of, well, nearly dying in a casino because you've taken too many drugs, all that sort of stuff for the players. Um, but it was it was part of Landy's desire to increase revenue for international broadcast rights and US wagering revenue, which has exploded in recent years as various states legalise betting. So it's all around betting. Of course basically. it is. It's all about the all kickback betting. they get from betting. Yeah. Uh, look. Yeah. I'm happy my club's not going. I'm like, why? What, what's what's in it for them, really? Realistically, what's in it for them? Let's be Persona honest. The first? Let's be honest. Why are you going to send a team that just runs second last on a fucking junket? You've got mate. to earn the junket, mate. mate. The Bulldogs have done nothing for 15 years. They're a shit club with shit players and with shit fans. And they don't deserve to go on the junket. Fuck you, Silvertail. Um, hey, I grew up in in Banks in Bankstown, Banksy as I call it. Um, oh and, uh, God, Banksy! I'm sure that's what they call it there. They call it Hoharihua. <laughs> careful, um, careful. What they do? I'm the only non-Lebanese fucking fan of the Bulldogs. You should know. No, Damo's a Bulldogs fan. No, is he? Is yeah. Damo a Bulldogs yeah. fan? Oh, Big he's Bulldogs gone. Fan. He's gone way up in my estimations. Yeah. That bloke. Yeah, only, oh, only have one way to go. Please, please tell him. Um, you did. Um, <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Okay. Oh, wait, look, if we come 13th, I'll be a happy man this year if the Bulldogs come 13th. Really? Well, it's one better than 14th. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're missing. We're missing a. We're missing a controlling half and a and a, a couple of middle forwards. That's who we're missing. If we can get those, Takiaho not. Passing the medical for me was a, a big one. He's old though. He's only thirty one. Old. <sighs> we'll get Tyrell May, don't you worry, and then we'll get the other two Mays. You may or you may not. Yeah, don't worry. Tommy Turbo, we injured in the fucking first round, don't you? No doubt. Sprout shit. No, no, no. Hey, look, <laughs> look, and he he may he may get uh, fucking some form of. Uh, Sickness on the plane over to the Las Vegas and be out for six months. He's he's going to trip on one of the fucking fountains, mate, and knock his knock himself out. Yeah. <laughs> or you might try and chase someone down Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh God, can you imagine? Hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, I think it's interesting. I think I, I find it strange. I would have thought that that is uh, NRL funded junket. That there yep. should be no rising costs for any clubs involved. Yeah, definitely no rising costs. Agreed. Agreed. Mate, it's expensive. Yeah. It's an expensive uh, week, though. Like, that's what's that going to be costing? It's got to be costing probably in excess of a million bucks. Oh, absolutely. To get those like, four teams there. Why haven't they got a Russell Crowe, a Hugh Jackman, who's a Manly fan? Yep. Or one of these high profile Australians living in America or, or, or big brands in America to, to back this? I, I just don't know why they haven't done that. Well, you would have thought that Russell Crowe would be the lay down because he's obviously he's the owner of South. But you know, why? Maybe maybe all we're not seeing the stuff that's happening in the states. Yeah. But I'd be look if they're doing it well, I'd be very surprised, (laughs) mate. When they're sending Woodsy and and Billy Walters over as the face of the rugby league. Yep. I mean, come on. Yep. Be better. Woodsy can't even make the fucking start up manly side. He's not in the top 30. Fucking duck. Nor should Seriously. he be. Nor should he be. He was a shit player when he was good, Aaron Woods. Mm. That was the beginning of the end when we fucking signed him. <laughs> I can tell you that right He's got now. good hair. He's got good hair. He does have good hair. Yeah. I, I, do, have you, do you listen to um, Footy Talk? And he's on Footy Talk and stuff no. like that? He's... I just don't know about him, eh, Woodsy? Anyway. All right. Let's get a, a couple of others. Let's move away from rugby, a league. Um, should female female tennis players 
contest five sets at Grand Slams. If they want to be paid the same amount of money, they have to play the same amount of time as men. So, if it's not a Grand Slam, all all of the competitions are three sets. Yep. All of the all right. So it's great. Yep. The women have asked to play five sets at the Grand Slams. Yep. But the Grand Slams, now there's still the tradition where they say, well, no, it's only three sets because it's been forever. That's the one uh, one argument that some of the, the associations say. But the big one is that the um, the the, comp, the the Grand Slam organisers say it's going to be a three or four week competition. Yeah, right? it's, it's availability of courts and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So the women are happy. So I think a really happy medium. And I was speaking to uh, a friend of mine on the Gold Coast about this, and she actually said, "Why don't they make it?" five sets for the semis and the final for the women. And that could be a compromise. And I actually quite liked it because I, you're never going to get those absolutely epic five setters you get for men because the women just don't play them in the, in the Grand Slams. So I reckon play them up to even the no, – probably not the quarters, probably play three sets to the quarters uh, and then and then five sets for the, for the last three games. It's not going to take up that much more time. Okay, so the – a couple arguments here. One is that women don't play five sets anywhere, right? Nowhere. Men do. And I think that there are other tournaments where it's five sets that aren't um, just the majors, like Davis Cup and all the other stuff. There's some things where it's five set, right? What's the quality of the tennis going to be for the women at five sets? Right? That's one thing. Well, would, there, the, would there yeah. be many... Five set games? Would there be a game that goes 16 14 in the fifth? Yeah, and, right. that, and that's a good point you make because, sorry to interrupt, was because Andy Murray actually made a comment and said they're actually two different games. Yeah. Because the men have a different type of fitness to the women having a different type of fitness. Yeah. So it would take a while for the women to get up to that speed, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that point. And, and that's what I mean. Like, so. Until until they are fit enough and strong enough to be able to play a five sets of quality, then. But they're never going to get fit enough unless they start playing five. Uh, sets. No, I agree with that. I agree with <laughs> yeah. that. I agree with yeah. that. So it's like, well, I'd I'd like to see it, mate. I, I prefer watching. Look, I don't watch much fucking tennis, mate. I I, I I don't mind having a hit, but I find tennis fucking boring. I'd even put golf as more exciting than tennis for me to watch. Um, <laughs> um, but I think if I, if I was going to watch tennis, it'd be a women's game. I, I prefer it because you get good rallies, you get a bit more movement. It's not just a power game, although I have heard that there's been some 210-kilometer-an-hour fucking rocket serves some of the women are serving up now. Um, it's, it's just a more nuanced game, I think, especially on, on a hard surface, not, not just grass. Um, so look, I'd like to see it. I, I, just try it. Just try it out. If it doesn't work, get rid of it. I think again, I, I was reading that they tried it in a few end of year tournaments, and you know they tried it. They had fifteen get matches in total. Three of them went to five sets. Ten of them went to four, and the rest went to three or something. So I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, oh, tennis is shit. I don't really enjoy watching it anymore. No. There, there's just there's not enough personalities anymore. Back in the no. you know the eighties and the nineties, there was a lot of personalities in the sport, and now there, I, I couldn't. Megan put the tennis on last week. It was Aussie Open was on. Yep. She was oh, let's watch some of the tennis. I was like, why? Yeah, they were like there were three matches on that Aussies were playing. I didn't know any of them, uh, and even the best players in the world, like they go, oh, this female world number one. I don't know what her name is. Yeah. Like, gone are the days where, like, Steffi Graf, Monica Sellis, even the Williams sisters, like, they were... Never had a over. They were bigger than the sport. They were known out of tennis circuit uh, circuits. Chris Everett, you know? Yeah. Like, they Billie were all... Jean. Yeah, they were all known uh, outside of tennis. You, tennis has become a niche sport now, I reckon. Even though it's yeah. massive, I just think unless you follow tennis, it just doesn't get the... Um, doesn't get the promotion that it used to because the the characters aren't good enough. Sure, like um, 
Federer, oh, well, not even Federer, Novak Djokovic is, you know, a great tennis player. But God, he's boring. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, tennis. Yeah, I'm not big on it. I, I quite enjoy playing it. Yeah, I don't mind playing it as yeah. well. I, and, I, and look, I respect the athleticism. I mean, mate, the, bloody good athletes. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's I a just very it boring. It's a very difficult game to play well. Yeah, absolutely. Like and and so you know, I full on respect for people that master it, but boring is batshit. I think I said I said this on the podcast previously. My mate Bobby Warren, who I'm going to see this weekend, which would be great. Um, he's a fucking gun tennis player, and he used to serve, and I used to, he he had to just paddle them over for me in the end because I couldn't get the fucking yeah. ball back. He was that good. He was and he was a he was a club player. Yeah. But then I used to smash them at squash, so I used to go home back. Um, <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, look, I think. Uh, I look. I I've still like my in-laws in New Zealand still watch all the tennis, but then they're retired, right? So yeah. they've got they can't watch a show every fucking two seconds. So there's only so, so anyway. much. There's only so much the new prices right that you can watch. No, oh, mate. Tell you what. Hey, look. Lastly, can I just have one more thing? Absolutely, go for to it. Say, like, we've got we've got ten minutes or so, right? You're killing it. I wanted to talk about this, what I call the imaginary spirit of cricket. Right. Now, I've loved my cricket all my life. And, and as you will know, you, you played a bit of cricket, I assume. We, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, you're, a, yep. you're an Australian kid, right? Yep. <laughs> you played cricket. Yep. And um, we learnt probably a different way to play cricket than other countries. Like, there was a lot of sledging. Um, there was a lot of ball tampering. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, you know trickery in terms of trying to get wickets um, but for me it was all within the rules of the game probably not the ball tampering but it, but you could still put sun cream on your forehead and put the sun cream on the ball it wasn't ball tampering because it was still sweat right anyway so there's a few points of, of there and I'm going to start with <clears throat> the spirit of cricket in regards to the dismissal that Carey did on Bearstow. now I've had I've had some arguments with people around this and one of, one of my friends said, well, it shouldn't happen in any game of cricket because he wasn't attempting a run. My view was, if Johnny Bairstow's a fucking idiot and doesn't stay in his crease, Kerry's got every right to stump him out. Thoughts? Agree. He had been warned. They had told him that stay in your crease. That Did they? Yeah, I'm that. pretty sure that he'd been told, mate, you know, stay in your crease. But regardless, like if you, he was walking out of the crease before the ball got in the gloves. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you don't get to decide when the ball's dead, mate. No. And not only that, fuck, I hate the English cricket team. Right. <laughs> not only that, that fucking ranger prick has done that about ten times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, this English fucking cricket team are the biggest pack of fuckwits. <laughs> are they not? Oh, I agree. It's, I was it's, so you know, pleased like, to see them go badly in the World Cup. It was one Mate, of the but they talk about, you know, the moral victory. Let's fuck oh, off. Yo, we victory. lost because we played. Fuck off. We don't care about winning. Fuck off. Which I'm really surprised about because I thought Brendan McCullum would actually make them more likable? Because Brendan McCullum was quite a combative, kind of no-excuses sort of player, I thought. They just then got... they just turned into a fucking bunch of woke cunts. But they've just got too many wankers in their team. Yeah, I agree. Is... Yeah, like Stuart Broad, wanker. Ben Stokes, wanker. Bearstow, wanker. Like, they're just all wankers. They wouldn't make the Aussie side. There'd be no dickheads policy. Mate, do you know that on that, there was a funny thing. They picked a world team. The BBC picked a world team. Yeah. There were five Englishmen in it, and there were three Australians. What? So Australia is the the world test champion, the one-day champion, and the 2020 champion. Are we the 2020 champion? I think we're currently the 2020 champion. Mm. Right. Okay. Well, if not, we've just won everything that can possibly won in 2023. Yeah. yeah I, I like, well, the Ashes, we, we effectively won the Ashes. Yep. And they picked three Australians. It's just like, are you fucking serious? Well, that's the English press for you. They're fucking idiots. But, like, the, but this is part of the problem. <laughs> How like self-unaware can a country be? 
They're like that with rugby too. Oh, soccer. They're like that with soccer, right? They're like that with everything, right? So, but it's like, but if you walk out of the crease, throw the stumps down. Absolutely. I remember doing it in an under-10s game. I was fielding in close. The guy blocked it. I ran and picked it up. I was in close, picked it up. He was out of his crease. I just went there and ran him out. Yeah. Out. Given out. Of course it's out. So staying in your crease. So there's two rules for batsmen. Stay in your fucking crease, and this will lead me to man cat in a sec, and don't fucking touch the ball with your hand. Don't pick the ball up for the fucking fielders. Make the fielders come and get the fucking ball. Yeah, I'd never touch the ball. Don't touch it. I'd never never touch touch the ball. These were were rules we, we, we learnt. Growing up in Australia, yeah. don't t- the batsman doesn't. It's if the batsman touched the fucking ball, and I was in the fielding side. I said, "Don't touch our fucking ball, mate." Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking appeal. Yeah, because <laughs> there was one in the New Zealand Bangladesh test. Did you see that? So the Bangladeshi guy hit it. It went down away from the stumps, and he batted away with his hand. New Zealanders appealed, and they gave it out. Yeah. Now I think that's out. Now. Sorry, New Zealanders out there. If you think there's a spirit of cricket, which I think a lot of you do, the ball was going nowhere near the stumps, so don't appeal. Yeah. If that's the spirit of cricket. So don't come at me with sandpaper gate and all this shit and say that, oh, the Aussies are a bunch of cheats. Sorry, if that's the spirit of cricket thing, don't get it. Get it. But- the other thing, the other thing, the underarm ball, which Kiwis absolutely love to, to keep reminding me about every fucking two minutes. Yeah. Was it against the spirit of cricket? Well, it was in the rules. It was in the rules. Oh, look, I'm ashamed of the underarm ball. Oh, so am I, mate. Don't worry, I am too. They needed <laughs> six fucking runs to tie that match. <laughs> all right? Now, that is just being the cock of all cocks, Greg Chappell. Yeah. yeah. But and- you know what as well? Bruce McKechnie didn't know what end of the bat to use. No. He, he wouldn't have hit it off the square. No, but, but the thing is, is that it would never have happened if Trevor Chappell wasn't bowling. Because no. if he chose to say to Dennis Lilly, hey, mate, bowling under on Dennis Lilly was to get fucked. Oh, you saw Rod Marsh behind the stage at the time pl- saying, no, appalled. don't do it. Yeah. So look, but, but it was within the rules. Yeah. I think I think there's, I think, I, I, I don't disagree with you, but the underarm ball was a step too far. That was... Think, so there was a spirit of cricket there, do you think? I think that's the spirit of cricket. That there? Okay. I think that there is like, nah, mate, that's shit. Yeah. Yep, yeah, and I agree. It was shit. It was a shit call. Like, that shit. But the thing is, is that spirit of cricket's all well and good when you're on the receiving end, yeah. right? Everyone calls spirit of cricket when something bad happens to them. Yeah. But they yeah, don't call right. spirit of cricket when they're involved in the... Yeah. In the altercation. Like, Australia's Absolutely. never going to go, spirit of cricket, oh, fucking Alex Carey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I think we showed our hand with how fucking appalling we are anyway with the Sandpaper Gate bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. sorry, Johnny Bairstow, go eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> so the last point is the man cad. Now, this is the one that gets my fucking ire up. Every fucking time. Yep. The batsman is trying to get an advantage. I don't give it. You wait. And I got taught this again. You watch the ball out of the bowl's hand. Once that's released, you can leave the crease. Right? Now, I'm sorry, batsman. If you're backing up too far and not doing your job, I think the bowler should be able to fucking run you out. You're not in your fucking crease, mate. Sorry. Batsman, don't touch the fucking ball and stay in your fucking crease. I think with the man cat, I think there should be a warning. Why? They're trying to get an advantage. Yeah. So it's just so and like you know what I'm like, and I'm a bit of a um enigma where there'll be certain things where I yep. have beliefs that you would think that I sh- shouldn't or I would wouldn't have those beliefs. And there'd be other things where you'd be like, "Why the fuck's that guy doing that?" Right? But <laughs> for, so for me, the man, I think the the man cat's something that I would never do personally. So when I was playing cricket, so I was playing like, and I was playing reasonable cricket on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, right? A ones, and it's like, if I'm bowling, I'm not doing the man cat. But what I might say to the to the batter is, "Hey, fuck wit, 
Stay in your crease. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember even I was a I was a leg spin bowler, so I would have seen a lot of this yeah. out of the corner of my eye. I did not see. I didn't because people just didn't do it. Yeah. Back then, people didn't get out. Batsmen did not leave the crease because you got taught. Until the ball leaves the bowler's hand, you do not leave the crease. But there are certain bowlers now where it's like part of their arsenal. Like yeah. that fuckwit from India. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's part of his arsenal, the man cat. He's yeah. involved in a man cat five times a year. Yeah. yeah. Now, if, if if you are dumb enough as a batsman to walk out of your crease when he's bowling, well, then yeah, you, know, you deserve it. You deserve yeah. what you get. Yeah. I don't know. It's look, It's a weird one, that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just think, again, I'll reiterate, batsmen, do not touch the ball with your hands in any situation. Don't pick the ball up for the fielding side and give it to them. Or, and the second one is stay in your fucking crease. It's okay. Two, two things. So where do you, just getting a bit, not really off topic, but a little off topic, where did you stand with the Daryl Hare, Muralitharan, no ball? <sighs> Okay, let me let me stop yeah, that. Yeah, Let's yeah. Stop. question. Yeah. Did you think that Muralitharan threw the ball? Yes. Okay. Did you have a problem with Daryl Hare calling him for throwing the ball? The only problem I had, well, no. The only problem I had is Daryl Hare's a bit of an ass. He is, but <laughs> but but you know what though? I think he has suffered hugely because of that. Oh, of course, yes. Right. So. Moral Litteran got away with throwing the... He's got the most wickets ever, 700 and something. Yep, he, and it's they're all bullshit. Yep, 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 I agree. He should not... like that. He should have been banned. You yep. can't go, I, I, I've got a bit of a crook right arm so I can only bend it. This fuck off, mate. You're throwing problem. the ball. And the problem. only... And, and how many wickets he got with that fucking Doosra, which the only yep. way he can bowl it is by throwing the ball. It was like, it was like that. Yeah. He did it. He bent his elbow. Yeah. So, how does that work? I don't know, mate. I, I don't know. I don't know why the ICC didn't come down on it. I just don't understand. Well, the ICC doesn't come down with it because he's from the right part of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. If that was someone, yeah, if that was an Australian, that would have got called all the time, everywhere yeah. around the world. Yeah, mate. He's th- yeah. Looking on, you know what? Woolen seems like a lovely fucking dude. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Yeah. But but sorry, mate, you chucked it. You chuck it. You got the most test wickets. And not only that, mate, you got the most test wickets and you never toured outside the fucking um <laughs> uh, what where it suited you. The subcontinent. Never toured outside. Like he came to Australia once or twice, yep. got yep. towed up. Yep. And then never came back. I've got to get my elbow operated on again so that it's even a fucking more obtuse angle to throw it better. Yeah. yeah. I wish they had a cunt rule so that the, the Stuart Broads couldn't play. The ice just said, you're banned, you're a cunt. He's retired now, so how good's that? Yeah, who cares? Who cares? What a cheat. Fucking, he fucking smashed it to second, first slip. Second slip, I can't remember now. Yeah. I think it was what? second slip. I think it was second yeah. slip. Yeah. Anyway, did we, but, refer, did we have referrals back in the day for that? Um, yeah, I don't think we had any referrals left. See, we've been burned twice with that. That's one of them. Yeah. And the other one was the oval test when, remember Stokes, the, the, not the last one, the one before, scored that 150 to win the game from it. They had two to win. Fucking line got him plum LBW with two to win. Yeah. And umpire said no, and we had none left. Yeah. Mr. Umpire. Have some game management skills. Give it out so that dude could have given it the the anyway. We were very bad reviewers, the Australian cricket team. We used to be. We're pretty good now. Pretty good though, now. Yeah. But we were very bad reviewers. When yeah. when um when Steve Smith was the captain, oh, he was terrible. horrific at it. Terrible. And then oh, don't get me started on Shane Watson, like oh. <laughs> I, I he should have just not have been allowed to refer anything. No. You get a hit on the bad mate, just consider it out. Yeah. It's like forwards um, going careful. for the captain's challenge. Careful, careful. It's like forwards going for the captain's challenge. NRL are usually fucking bullshit. Well, it's the props, the dumb props. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't rip it out. 
No, I did rip it out. I, I, I think my hand fell off my arm and then touched yeah. the ball. Did rip it out. Mate, your hand's all over the ball. You ripped it out. Oh, yeah. That's it, right. I did rip it out. Uh, what's the rule again? Yeah. Like, what is... <laughs> it's a penalty if you don't rip it out, right? No, I ripped it out. <laughs> Mate, dick. Yeah, look, Spirit of Cricket's an interesting one. Uh, I think that, yeah. Change the rule. If, if the rule's wrong, change the rule. If the rule is a grey area, change the rule. Yep. Yep. That's my view. So, but with that, like Johnny Bairstow one, the the action of releasing the ball back to the stumps was about the same amount of time as a stumping for a spinner. It was quick. So was he quick. caught it and effectively threw it, right? Yes. He didn't catch it and wait one, two, oh, he's out now, throw it. Yeah, he yeah, caught yeah. it and threw it, right? That's right. And, you know, if it had missed, everyone would have been going, oh, so close. But then when it hits, it's like, fuck, what do we do now? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like he was doing it every day either. Nah. Like every every ball he was doing. And he's copped a bit of flack for that Alex Carey. I feel a bit sorry for him. I like. I, I really like Alex Carey. Yeah, I think he's... he's a fucking gun. <clears throat> I think he's, he batted well too <clears throat> in the Pakistan series. And, yeah, no, I like him. Yep, yep, I like him. All right, well done. Yeah, we f- yeah, boy. We fit our time limit. Jesus, we, we, we used to do forty-five minutes. We, we just we should go back. Fucking, we should go back. Verbal fucking diarrhea now, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Once I gave you more reins, you see. Oh, jeez. I'm just being too generous with my time now. You are. You are. Mm. Thank you. My moderating. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure, Adam. Uh, please, people, share to your friends, share to your enemies. Uh, listen to it at the gym. Anytime fitness, get on the treadmill. Absolutely. Grow a moustache. Feel good about yourself. And we might get some uh, social media stuff done in the next six to 12 months. <laughs> Stay tuned till then. I want that nine tips one. That's a really good one to start, I reckon. Come you on, want mate. the tip nine times? I want the tip. Yeah. It's been a pleasure, Adam. Ass, man. Um, <laughs> pleasure to see you again too, Whitey. And thank you, listeners, for listening. We really appreciate it. And you know, keep sharing to your friends, as uh, Whitey says, and share to your fuckface enemies too. That's it. Anyone that'll listen. But until next week, bye for now. Bye.